0: Are we live or no?
1: Yes, we are.
0: Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> How you doing, Abby?
1: Hello, hello, Chris. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Doing well. It's uh, it's been a crazy week, good week, but we making it's, it happen, right?
1: Yeah, we're making it happen. How was your weekend?
0: It was good. You know, had a good Father's Day. Um, yeah, spent it with good. my spent it with my daughter. Get my camera right. Spent it <laughs> with my daughter. Uh, my mom cooked. You know.
1: Okay. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs>
0: no it doesn't yep so i think it was uh i i enjoyed it you know have home cooked meals spend time with my daughter my dad was there right cool. so best i can have you know how about you guys
1: um i went to my parents we we drove to sarasota and spent the weekend with them it was Come good on.
0: Come on. <laughs> now how far is good. that drive for you from sarasota
1: um not far at all just an hour
0: okay okay good deal yeah well guys welcome to another episode of the red line right um you know we've got another wednesday action pack for you guys so i'm christopher bush financial advisor
1: i'm abby joseph your tax strategist
0: hey and we are coming with you with a great episode tonight so um vic if you would go ahead and cue our intro
1: That's guys. So another episode of red line um, for the month of June, we've been discussing business. We've been discussing the foundation of business. We've also been discussing the different type of business, a different type of entity. Um, when should you be pivoting from one to the other? Um, just to give you guys a brief um summary we went over um went to pivot from an llc to an s corp when should you open an incorporation um, we also went over on um, the finances, you know, um, should um, the difference between a hobby and a business. So we've been having a great time going over with you guys, the foundation um, of a business. So tonight we're going to go over the finances, the planning part of your business. Having a business plan is so important. It's actually the first thing you should even do prior to even creating that entity or starting that business. When you um, started your business, Chris, did you create a business plan?
0: i gonna be honest. I didn't, I, you know, from my, I, I have to say, I have never created a business plan for any of the businesses that I have today from like the one, you know, um, I guess a formal one, right? Meaning that yeah. I had to present it to a bank or to get financing, right? So all of my businesses have been completely bootstrapped, you know, uh, Mm. from the very beginning. uh, Just kind of learning as I go, failing forward, uh, not necessarily saying, "Okay, I got a vision of where I want to go," but having a plan to get there. It was really like putting all the puzzle pieces together, right? So, so, so um, that that's how it's been for me, you know. Okay, I spent a lot lot of money on mentorships, coaching. I remember. It's crazy. My, um, you know, my dad did real estate growing up. So I think that was the first business that I got, you know, attracted to. But when I was 19 and in college, I used to go to a whole bunch of real estate seminars and all that in Atlanta. Uh, I remember I spent my entire internship check when I was an engineer with John Deere on a real estate conference. It was like six thousand dollars back then, like 2006. I spent um but um and uh just to how to learn how to real estate and how to market online right mm-hmm. and, and that's how things got to go uh for me it's just really spending the money on education i know we you know there's a lot of different courses and stuff right now but i mean there was a lot of seminars back then in person that people were hosting around the country that you could spend great money on um and learn this good
1: stuff that's good i didn't start off you? with this I didn't start off with a business plan either. I didn't probably put together a business plan probably till um after being in business for 5 years. Yeah. Um but just like you, you know, it was a puzzle um and we learned a lot through that puzzle, but I remember completing my first business plan. It literally took me about 3 to 4 months to put yeah it, it was about this thick to put the yeah. whole thing together. And now what I do is I um, not necessarily pivot, but I make changes on it every two to three years. so just like you i didn't start off with a business plan um but i didn't really know the value of one until i had to do one
0: exactly exactly (laughs) and and i think that's where um now i have a business plan uh with my business i'm actually sit down with the consultant um that i speak with at least on a monthly basis and we go over our business plan we craft one um for you know pretty much every new year right we're looking Mm -hmm. at anywhere between a one a three and a five year goals Um, and what our business plan is going to look like to get there. And then we've got to say, okay, well, this is our five year plan, but then we say, okay, well, how can we, how can we condense this into 24 months? Yes. Right. So, so I think it's important, you know, both sides to, if you can, if you're starting, let me ask you this. So when you're starting to, I think business plans come into play a lot as well when you're also starting a franchise right yes. under, understanding what the franchise cost is going to be under when you're buying a business mm-hmm. i think yes. that's where the business plan really comes to play right oh, if yeah. you're if, if you know if you're buying somebody else's business or you're oh, buying yeah. into a business i think you got to really understand the details of what you're getting yourself into versus when you're starting kind of from scratch Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of in the learning mode is really learn. You know, you learn by the lessons that happen. Right. Yeah,
1: that's true. That, that right. is true. Um, I would uh, and I agree with you 100 percent. Um, when purchasing the business, is, the the business plan is so is so important to have. It's also important to have um, um, a business plan, even when you're starting off. Like, yes, me and Chris probably didn't start off the right way. We stumbled so much by making so many mistakes. Um, and the reason why we're teaching you guys this is just so you guys don't make the same mistakes as we did. Um, but I would probably highly recommend, currently speaking, if you are going to start a business, it doesn't have to be ten or twenty or even fifty pages. But it's good to start putting documentation, um, writing some things down, and even creating a an SOP. Um, um, and it and and it doesn't have to be something you don't have. To It doesn't have to be something that you pay somebody to do for you, but I would say it's just brainstorming, taking those things that are in your mind and putting them on paper. And
0: what what would you say um, for somebody trying to craft a business plan? Like, where would you even start? Right. I think that's a critical step to where, you know, when people talk about, hey, a business plan. Okay, well, how do I create that or what does that look like?
1: Okay, well, when it comes to um, let me pull this up real quick. I was reading this article Um, When I was thinking of you guys, the first thing I would say is when you think of a a business plan, what is a business plan? Right. A lot of people be like, "Okay, Abby, is business planning the same like tax planning? Because I know you talk a lot about tax planning, but it's not. It's pretty much you 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 demonstrating the visibility of the business without it even being there yet. So it's kind of like you're you're projecting what your business is going to look like. Right. So the first step I would say is is start putting um, names. Right. What is the business name on, um, on that you planning to open? The industry. Do researches on that industry. Let's just say um, if I'm putting a business plan together for a trucking company, it's going to be important to understand the back and the front end of running a trucking business. Right. So I would say um, execution. Um, the finance, there's also the financial part of, um, of putting a business plan together. So I would say there's a couple of steps. Um, let me pull this up real quick that I did put together for you guys um, when it comes to putting your business plan together. And those steps are really easy. And like I said, they don't necessarily have to go specifically that way. But I would say, one, look at create the, your first business plan. You want to create the first five years. Um, The first five years. So if you could think how if you could picture how you want your first the first five years of your business to look like, start writing those things down. So the four the four elements, I would say, is one you want to do the executives, right? You want to know who is going to own these business Two, You want to also put together the financial part of this business budgeting. How much is it going to cost you to actually put this business together? You, um, if it's going to be a product, you want to look into inventories. You want to make research about the inventories. You also want to look into, um, lending. Okay. Is, is this money going to come out of your pocket? Um, are you going to be, um, requesting a loan from a bank? Is it grants that you are going to be, um, um, inquiring about. So all of those would go into that business plan.
0: Gotcha. So now, now,
1: now that, now that you creating your business plan, how does that look for you? Like, how long did it take you? You know, what are the elements that's in your business plan?
0: Yeah. So I think it's, it's two, it's two, uh, two folds for me right now, um, on my business. Number one, I'm looking at my operations. Okay. So mm-hmm. I have a business plan for my operations and how I'm going to span operations, For me, if if someone's starting off self-employed, right, right now I have employees. So I need to understand my numbers to say, okay, well, based on the revenue that I bring in, based on my expenses, right, how much more right can I afford to put in put back into payroll? Right. So I can I can breed more uh, more activity. Right. So so to me, on the operations side, i got to have a strong part of my business plan that focuses on business growth as far as how am I hiring? What do the salaries need to look like? Right. If, if, if I'm saying I want to grow another million dollars per year. OK, well, that means I probably need to have an employee, at least two or three employees that's going to at least pay them at least, you know, thirty five to sixty thousand dollars a year. So those are the plans that's for me right now. Right. That's That's OK. How can I expand? The second plan, I'm looking like okay. Now that I got you know internal together, now that I got my operations together. Now what can I truly achieve on the backside, right? What does that look like three years from now, right? Mm-hmm. What does that look like five years from now? Okay? Um, but but I, I think it's, it's really a detailed process that you got to understand. Okay, what are your true numbers right now, and yeah. even going back to personal finances, guys. You know, we're talking about a business that you know that you're generate for income, but really we gotta look at this the same way when it comes to our personal finances as your own business. Your first business, people say, Chris, I don't have a business. Well, yeah. honestly, you you do because you have income coming in into your household. See, that's yeah. the first business that you got to get together, right? Mm-hmm. What is your business plan for the household? Right. I, I think some people mm-hmm. don't don't really manage that as a business, you know?
1: Yeah, I I I, I do wish that too, because Um, The way that you actually manage your personal finance, it will dictate how you manage your business finance. And it's so important. One of the things, too, uh, when I was putting together my business plan is the why. Right. Why am I starting this business? Um, What is the problem that I am trying to solve in the industry that I'm currently in, you know, um, has that problem been solved already? Um, What are my competitors, right? Those things are so important for you to look at um, when putting your business plan together. What kind of marketing, right? Are you going to do for this business? And if it's if it's a product, what software are you going to use? Where where, where um, you're
0: sourcing, where are you sourcing yeah. it from? Where are you getting where your you materials, source? right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Are you, are all you, of are you,
0: yeah. I mean, even from I, I guess I'm you know one of my, my friend he just texts me um we have like a, a amazon store and stuff that we're running right so we're, we're kind of we're looking at now okay great to sell products on amazon but the biggest thing is we got to be able to create our own right we got to be able to create our own and brand our own we got to be able to create our molds who are we talking with in china um to, to create the product for us right yeah. what our cat like it's so many different things that you got to go through um in that business and and i think that's where it's really going to be helpful i would love to hear some people just that are our viewers like what type of business Right now, are you trying to launch? Right. What what are the steps are you going through? If, if anybody's in the chat that has a uh, working on a business now, I, I would be curious to feel like, OK, well, what's your plan or what's that look like going
1: forward? Yeah. I, one of the um, one of the mistakes that I find that a lot of business um, they they do make when they first starting out um, without a plan that maybe you and I, uh, we made that uh, we made the same mistake um is the fact that we think we're going to start making money immediately correct (laughs) you know um and and sometimes the um the the contribution that we have um input into that business we don't really see it until two three even five years so um also have in your mind that the beginning could be slow yeah um um statistics shows that um, small businesses don't last five years. And the yeah. reason why it don't last five years is because one, we're impatient two, um, the industry that we have chosen is usually the, the choice of the industry. Three, we're not really solving a problem. If you're not solving a problem, there's no point for you to actually be in business yeah. because the whole idea of running a business is, Um, goods and services, right? I'm providing Chris a service. And the reason why I'm providing that service to Chris is because he needs it. So there's a problem. Chris don't know how to do it. So then I'm the solution. So you have to make sure that you need to be the solution to whatever the industry that you are going to choose for, um, for your business. Um, I found that as one of the biggest mistake. um, And that's the one of the reason why too, that statistically small businesses don't last. And the second thing too, I think is, is um, fear, you know, we're, we're always afraid, right? This may not work. (laughs) This, this may not work. And that's okay too. I know I was, I was super scared. You know, I quit my job. I sell my house. (sighs) I move in with my sister. I'm starting. When I tell you like, risk that's like high risk you know so you 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 want to be patient with yourself but you also want to be patient with the business Absolutely. um so the third thing the third mistake that i'm finding as well too is the um the why 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 did you actually enter into um, this industry or into this business. Um, you got to have a why, guys. That is one of the things that pushes you to continue to understand that, you know, this is going to work or to help you. So um, I find those three mistakes. Even when I interview clients, prospect, I will ask them, you know, what's your why? Or um, how long you've been in this business and why did you choose this industry? Like there's billions of this, thousands of different industries you could have chosen. So, yeah. you chose yours for for uh, a purpose. Um, and I think too, we forget that economics is so important, right? What's currently yeah. happening is important. Even in my industry, um, I always have to look at economics. I always have to look at politics. I don't like politics, but I have to study politics to understand my industry because the laws, who makes them politics, right? So, as yeah. the laws change, I need to be aware of them. So I think it's really important to also look at the pros and the cons of your industry. Don't just choose the industry because it sounds good or it looks good, but also do your due diligence um in understanding right your industry as a whole.
0: Yeah. Why did you
1: choose yours, Chris? Well, me,
0: well, on those points, I want to go back on one thing. Yeah. Um I, I think what's <laughs> it's so cliche, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. It really got to have a mentor. I, I think what help what helps you with the, with the best, the best way, if you can find, if you're in an industry that mm-hmm. you know that you can model, you have other people around you that you can actually get help from them to help to see, okay, what was their business plan right now? And what was it when they first started? That's the key. And like, especially let's think about real estate for me. Um, if somebody's trying to start a real estate business, I think one of the um, keys that I would look at as I would look into my community, right? I would look up at what different apartment comp. If you say, Hey, look, I want to do apartment complexes, okay, mm-hmm. great, I want to do multifamily. I what I would do is I would actually find out who is the owner of different complexes in my area. Mm-hmm. Because now more than likely what's going to happen, you'll find out there may be several, you know, a couple owners that own a lot of different apartment complexes. And if they're local, more than likely you can contact them and meet up with them. That's actually how I met one of my mentors in real estate. Right. I, I mean, I was I was trying to cold call. Trying to, OK, who, who else can I meet in my community? It wasn't mm-hmm. just finding somebody online because I know right now we have so many <laughs> online people teaching it. But see, guys, if you can befriend somebody locally that's in your space that that has a successful business then do that, that right right mm-hmm. or, or or think about it, if you want to do single families i okay. would look to see okay uh, you know if you look on zillow if you look on um, rent.com when 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 land, uh, landlords post their postings on those different sites so what i would do i would say okay i would find out what landlords are posting i would contact the landlord not to say i'm trying to get the actual property but i'm trying to network or get more information with that person does that make sense so so that way that you can make friendships and connections because that's how you can really start to accelerate your success right it's finding somebody that's in your community um or or in your in your network to say okay this is who i can model my business off of and go forward
1: right it's perfect that's perfect and it's so funny that you say that because i tell my daughter you know whatever your um your major is Find someone that that has done it and has done a, an amazing job at it, yeah. and then just follow that person blueprint. um Because if it works for them, they actually have the blueprint, and, and you will probably learn more from that individual than you'll learn sitting for four years in college.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. So you were asking me. What were you asking me?
1: You I wanted that. to know why did you choose your industry? What was your why? Uh,
0: I, I guess I just wanted. To, I'm gonna be honest. I was like what you just said. Don't. Do, I, I, was, I just wanted to make money, right? <laughs> I wanted to be financially independent, right? I, I wanted to be free. I, I, I knew I've read "Rich Dad, Poor Dad," right? And yeah. like, look, okay, I know I'm. I, I can't just make you know hundred thousand dollars as an engineer and be okay. Like, I wanted to be free. I want to make a hundred thousand a month, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was that was the dream. So, you know, for me understanding real estate, but then I was young and I couldn't really buy the real estate. So I needed money. So then I was like, well, if I became a financial advisor, I will always sit down with people with money. So then it will help me build my real estate business. So that's, that's how I got started. Uh, when it comes to that, you know,
1: those two are really good together. Yeah. You're around yeah. money and you're around real estate. Yeah. You'll always have money to pour into real estate. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. So one of the questions that we had got was, okay, when it comes to um, uh, um planning, right, they need lending, right? Let's just say, yeah. let's just say I'm starting my business, right? Um, What are the options that I have to contribute financially, yeah. right? Um, You can self-contribute um, to your business. So let's just say, When I, when I started my firm, full transparency, my contribution was a $7,000 credit card. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I literally opened a credit card and that's how I front my business now. Um, and I'm not saying that's what you should do, but you do have options, right? Um, options could be a bank right you can actually get a loan from a bank and what the banks are usually looking for is literally track of records it's very hard for banks to um to lend small businesses money especially if if you have not even been in business yeah, so especially, especially um yeah. big
0: banks right like we talked especially about before banks. like you know, yeah. there was a study. If somebody can Google that for me, um, I should have googled it before. But there was a study done. It's, it's like it's like less than three percent of yeah. business loans, right, come from a, come from big banks. Yeah. It just doesn't. It just doesn't happen. You know, it, it's going to come from alternative financing, not from your big banks. Typically, not the bank that you even bank with is going to give you a business loan. It's just not. Yeah. You know,
1: it's, not. it's usually credit unions. It's usually the family, the um, the next door bank um, that are family friendly. Um, so I would say definitely look into um, um, credit unions because one of the things that banks do is they want to see your track records, right? They want to be, they want, um, they want to know um, your ability to repay that loan um, because it's anything, right? If you borrow money from me, I'm gonna want to know can you pay me back right? Um, your overall financial position. If you're just starting, of course, you don't necessarily have an overall financial report. Um, so I would say when it comes to banks, start building a relationship with your credit unions that are in your area um, and see how they would actually be able to assist you when it comes to lending, because I know that's hard. Um, another options you have is grants. Um, yeah. You'll find there's a lot of grants out there, but you're going to have to be patient, and you're going to have to complete those yeah. applications. <laughs>
0: yeah, Another yeah, good thing too. Uh, what I've been, one of my friends, his name is Collie Summers. I think we're going to have to have him on the show. Um, mm-hmm. but he runs a company called Spin and, and um, he's been running for a while. And one of his biggest ways that he's funded his um, his, his company um, is through pitch competitions. Guys, there, there's so many different pitch competitions right now. If you have an innovative product or a mm-hmm. piece of technology that you're that you're launching or a business, there's so many different pitch competitions around the country um, that are giving great money, right? I'm talking about every every single week. He always sends me emails on different pitch competitions that are happening, and, and I think he's done over almost a quarter billion dollars over the last 3 or 4 years just from pitch competitions that he's yeah, won, yeah. you know, uh, so from you, accelerators.
1: So you do have options. You just yeah. um uh, You're literally just going to have to sit behind your laptop, your computer and just dig and complete those grant applications. So they are available to you. Um, Another option is your assets. Right. Let's just say you have some money on a 401k. um, Chris, how can we use those?
0: Yep. so there's a couple of ways you can do it um so there's a um you know a program called the robs program right robs it stands for a rollover for business startups okay mm-hmm. um, i don't know if a lot of people know about this but again it's called a robs a rollover for business startup plan so basically it's kind of like it's like 401k it's you using your 401k plan um to really finance to do business financing to launch your business okay it doesn't mean that you take a withdrawal from your 401k right or anything like that this is you won't get any taxes or on um, penalties doing this okay mm-hmm. um so there's a couple um ways that you can do it It's number one how, how, it, how it basically works is number one you got to establish a c corporation okay. okay and again this is for typically my clients we use this uh when they're doing uh franchises when they're trying to buy a franchise and okay. they may need a quarter million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars to show and they need additional financing we kind of use their 401k right from from previous jobs right so the second thing is you've got to start a C-Corp, okay? okay? The next step is that C-Corp establishes a retirement plan, right? Usually they do it in what's called a 401k, okay? From there, you, we can, you can roll over existing retirement funds from previous jobs, those type things, roll over into that new corporate, that C-Corp's 401k, okay. okay? The next step is this, the, the 401k then purchases stock inside of the C-Corp. Okay, so then now once that new C-Corp is funded, right, the new C-Corp now has cash rich to where now it can actually start a business inside of that because it's purchasing shares of the C-Corp. Right. Um, So you see, that's how I I recently had a client that actually uh, we helped facilitate that to help them start the business that way. Right.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: called Rob, R-O-B.
0: R-O-B-S, Rob's. Rob's. Yeah. So it's a, if you Google it, um, there's a couple of great companies, you know. I facilitate those um that can facilitate you actually setting up that full corporation, setting up mm-hmm. the 401k plan correctly and using that to finance your business. Um, uh, so that, that's a really cool way that it, you know, that you can really work through it.
1: So let's let's just use B for an example, right? What if I'm looking to purchase two accounting firms that are selling their practice, yep. that would be a perfect example. Absolutely. Okay. Or even like if I see it's, um, uh, uh, a brick store that I would like to. OK, that's awesome. Yeah, How would so that awesome. work when it comes to real estate, though?
0: Same same way. You can do it the same, same way. way.
1: OK, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: so it, it's awesome. it's a lot of cool. I mean, I'll I don't I'll probably have to do a full episode on it. Uh, but I don't think it's a lot of people that actually talk about that. Again, yeah. you, know, you can't do that from an existing 401k plan that you currently work at. Right mm-hmm. now that your employer, you can't take money from it. if you still work in there, that money cannot be touched. But if it's, it's from a previous company, um from an old job or money, if just somebody's retired, those type mm-hmm. things, they can take those assets and do the Rob's plan um and really use their pool of 401k to the best of his ability, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you may can take a loan from a 401k, but you only can take a loan of up to 50% of the balance. Right. right. You can, you know if it's if it's in a if it's in a solo 401k. But see the Rob's plan you you don't have a limit on that right yeah. now you can really start to expand on how much money you can utilize inside your portfolio to start that business
1: now um what i'm thinking is since that would probably that would be owner's contribution right uh um, yeah. with the owners now it, if it's it's not alone right no,
0: no no it's not alone not alone it's, it's not alone it, it. because your C-corp um, bought, bought shares mm-hmm. right right
1: okay i see i see i like that Yeah, I like that idea. (laughs) Other options that you guys have is let's just say you are um, contributing to your own business. Always understand that when you contribute to your business, that contribution is like a loan. It is. It's like you lending your entity money for it to function so yeah. the seven thousand dollars that i did get on the credit card the business paid that off right so because it was a contribution towards the business so let's just say my mom believed in my idea and she um and she says you know what here's two hundred thousand dollars as long as she put um in the memo in that check that she uh, put it is for my startup then that is also contribution that can also be a loan that on um, the business in the future can actually pay her off. Um, I had a client that, um, their parents, um, believed in, 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 in their idea, but then the parents loan them the money, not the business. So you want to make sure too when you document those information, you documenting them in a way so that your accounting, your accountant can actually, um, um, make sure she did um, put that in record the right way. So honest contribution, you, um, you can use that as a loan and the business can actually pay you back. If I, um, if I invest $50,000 into my business, I'm expecting my business to pay me that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm going to really look into this, um, um, yeah. this pop thing. <laughs> yeah, you got, look, we go, we're going to bring something. right? Ah. Uh, Um, One of the things that um, everyone has been talking about is business credit, right? So um, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know much when it comes to business credit and I know we're gonna have a guest speaker for you guys um, that will come in to speak about business credit but I do know that in the beginning of your business when you create your entity right you create your entity from the federal state level county level and you go open that business um, that business checking and saving account I would highly recommend you do not have to this is not advice I would recommend when you do open that um, account also, um, also get a business credit card so then you can start actually building your business credit. But we will save that for the um, expert uh,
0: that,
1: that is known for business credit. Hopefully we can get them um, next week. Yeah. We can get Hopefully we can get them next week. If We can get them next week for you guys. That would be great. That, um, that would be awesome. Now, one of the things that I'm not seeing is you guys sending your questions. I did review. Um, I did pull up um, today. There's um, one question. Let's see. All right. We do have a question here. Oh, no. I didn't see that. My apology. Um, hello. I have started my business. I have my LLC, EIN, and business bank account. I'm starting to see that I need to speak under Maurice Wilkins because the branding will be better. Can I keep the business name but speak as uh, Maurice uh, Wilkins and collect checks written out to, um, um, to Chef Motivation? Also, how can Chef Motivation LLC be the be the umbrella business and Maurice Wilkins speak fall under it?
0: Yeah.
1: Let's see. So if I understand correctly, you want um, you want to be the brand instead of the entity.
0: So you just want a DBA? Is that what he's referring to?
1: Yeah. Well, you could probably have options, okay. You um, Chef Motivation LLC can be the entity, and you could do a do um, a DBA, which is doing business as Maurice, uh, Maurice Wilkins. Um, you can you can do that as well, and then you can brand, um, you can be the the brand. The only thing I would say is I find a lot of people um, brand um, under their DBA, um, they do their website under their DBA, their social media under their DBA and then when they go to a bank and request a loan or they're requesting for a grant, they don't get qualified. And um, a lot of the time, the bank or those grant people, they're not gonna tell you why you didn't qualify, but the majority of the reason why is because they couldn't find the entity in the database. So they only so, the
0: DBA, because you're only been marketing the DBA.
1: Correct. Oh. So doing business as is not an entity, and it's important for you to know that. So um, even though I'll be on, um, with, with my firm, our entity is Serenity Financial Consultant. Um, DBA is doing business at Serenity Financial Services. So I provide consultant, but I also provide other services. So I wanted a DBA to be, um, um, to have the word service in there. So I, it's okay to have your name, um, for you, um, for you to do your branding. It's just, um, I just want you to be aware when it comes to banks, when it comes to grants, um, it, that may be a little bit difficult for them to find you in the database because the DBA is not in the database; it's actually the entity. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Let me see if I could put um, pull his question. I'll have so you guys can actually see it as well. Um, it's so funny. That's one of the, um, topic that, um, we spoke about. Oh, it might be way too long. Wait, how do I delete this? Well, Abby, let's do this. guess I can. not Yeah. Yeah. So you can keep your business name. And the other thing that, um, the other question you had too is how to get, um, chef motivation LLC under the umbrella. Um, besides the dba one of the thing like especially real estate investors what they do uh what we do is we create what's called um let me pull this up for you bear with me I'm pulling this up for you. you
0: finish your screen
1: no I don't need to share screen oh, okay. I'm just pulling something up real quick on um IRS that he can actually do um where is it I was just re- looking at it um not so long ago do is it? Okay. I can't pull it. I can't find it, but I will, what I'll do is if I find it, I'll follow up with you in the email. Um, but what you can do is you can have um, that entity as an as as the umbrella and just have other um, other businesses other LLCs under it um, okay. so you do you do have that option you can do that okay. I'm back all right um, let me see hi Nicole she says been a minute um, here's another question let's pull up this question what would it look like for an LLC to just buy and sell land with that business need a special license? No. 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 You won't need a special license. You'll pro- the only reason why you probably obtain that LLC is for liability protection. Yeah. And to
0: into, into hold each parcel of land, you may do something yeah. like that, but not a license. Again, if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to sell land for a commission, of course, then you would need a real estate license. Right. Yeah. But if you're if you're buying and selling as an investor, then you would not need a technical license for. Um, mm-hmm. But the LLC would hold the properties, the properties that you um, that you own and or how you transact business. Right. So if you are selling a piece of land, you can have that again, your LLC would be the one selling it. Or your LLC would be the one buying it those type things
1: correct yeah and um smooth the smooth smooth the smooth correct a holding company um you can also just create a holding company Maurice um and have under the holding company you can have um chef motivation and any other um LLCs like a lot of my real estate investors um usually have a holding company um, or um, my traders also have um, holding companies, and the reason why is they're trading under an entity, right? They're trading under a business, but that um, that income that come in, that cash flow, they use it for other um, ventures. So they could have, let's just say, ABC as the holding company, and under ABC they have five different LLC. So um, you can actually just use a holding company as well um, um, as the umbrella. Um, yeah, those are, um, options. Let me see if, um, if that question, nope, I believe that's, that's it. Let me see. Oh, they can call you that one. Nope. That's all the questions that we have.
0: Yeah, that was good. Good stuff. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I mean, um, and I I just think on a business financing side, I just want people to be careful when starting a new business, um, getting a bunch of financing that your income really can't support the payback. Right. I think that's another big thing. A lot of times people are using credit, using credit, using credit, using credit. But now we've racked up a bunch of credit card debt, credit card bills. Right. Those type things. But now it's taken away from cash flow. Um, so I'm big. I'm a big proponent of leveraging credit, but but I will want to leverage credit once my business and my and I I, pro- I, I can have a proof of concept, right? Um, that I, now I can scale. I'm using a I'm using credit or I'm using financing because I know if I put more. Um, cash into it, it would yield me a different multiple, right? Not just saying, hey, look, I need to buy, get credit just to say, I need to buy things for it. I need to set up my office. I need to, no, it has to be, I'm using the money in the beginning to generate new revenue, right? And it's proven that I need the extra dollars to generate that revenue um, just so we don't get into that debt cycle because a lot of people run a business but not are making money. We see that into the stock market. There's a lot of great companies that's on the stock market, but they're not turning a profit. Does that makes sense so so if, if, if there's, the, there's the companies in the market that are doing that then it's people like you know that normal that are starting to, it's the same thing right It
1: is. it is um and i understand you know there's a lot of gurus there's a lot of in social media um i'm a true believer of not using my own money uh, um if um if i don't have to i'm not going to use my own money um but i'm also a true believer of cash flow right mm-hmm. if there's no cash Um, then you know, then we're not in a good place. So just because you can, um, you can be approved for something doesn't necessarily you need it. Um, So even that line of credit, um, um, I had a client for an example, you know, um, she got her credit high, and I was so proud of her. But when I tell you she ran with that, yeah. Line of credit is credit cards no. Just stay away from the debt, okay? Um we're here to build assets, not liabilities. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So very good. All right guys, I thank you guys so much for coming in tonight um and we appreciate you guys for continue to show up and show okay. out um in Wedline. Um t- next week we will definitely um look at having that business credit individuals for you guys as our guests. Um, and don't forget you guys, if we don't have your questions or your situation, we want this show to be about you. So not necessarily about us. So make sure your questions do continue to, um, um, email them to us. So we'll be able to help you guys. Um, VCN let's see the LLC is a new business with the personal money. I loan my business to purchase the land, be a tax write off for me or the business business. Well, if it's your personal money, right, the um, whatever money you make off that land, you can pay yourself back. Correct. So. You can pay yourself back. Yeah. Um, did we miss any other question. Um, that is great when you're disciplined. Terrence, that is absolutely 100%. it could
0: be your awesome. best friend. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, again, I, I, I'm in real estate. So for me, debt is like my best friend when it comes to real estate for leveraging. Right. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's, a be, it's the best thing when once you understand it, you know,
1: it's true. It's true. Time. <laughs> Any last words for the people?
0: Man, no, I'm just I'm just excited for uh, the next few weeks to come and get some good information. So, you know, I, I think I love it the most when, you know, we have, you know, that engagement from our from our viewers asking questions. I think that's where, you know, again, where we want to want to set us up apart. So please don't forget to send us your questions. Um, Go and put the email address up there for us one more time. So everybody has it. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's all I have on that.
1: All right. Well, Don, thank you so much for showing up. Guys, we will see you guys next week. Thank you again for showing up for another episode of Redline. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Abby Joseph, your tax strategist.
0: And I'm Christopher Bush, your financial advisor.
1: Have a good night.
0: Good night, guys.